What a great way to wake up. With a cup of logic, reason, and common sense. Welcome to the Independence Morning View. Let's get to it. Good morning to you wherever you are in the world. I'm Johnny Anderson. I'm joined this morning by Bruce Adams. Good morning, Bruce. How are you this morning? As I Good morning. about spill my water. <laughs> or a coffee. Sorry, this uh, morning. So coffee. 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 Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, wonderful weather. I mean, seriously, it's like it's like 58 degrees outside or something like that. 57, 58. Rainy, cloudy. It's fantastic. I mean, we we needed the rain, not as much as California, but we needed the rain as well. And uh, it's been it's been wonderful. Just uh, enjoying that nice, cool weather. That's fantastic. Well, I think we're going to talk about blood reds. Is the sky blood red today? Is it, is it blood red like it is in Oregon? That's creepy. That is absolutely, I keep, I keep looking at it like because the, the picture that they have up there is like the abandoned UPS truck. Yeah. With like the yeah. blood red sky. And it's like something you'd see out of like the purge or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like an apocalyptic movie or something. Right. I mean, it's like, it is. this it's is like creepy. It's creepy. Like uh, what they, what the movies would show after like a nuclear fallout or something, you know, and everything's like. I don't know, man. It, it just, it looks so eerie. I mean, it it's is, cool, man. but it's eerie at the same time. Yeah, it's, it's just weird. It's like, I want to go there for like 10 minutes just to be like, hey, this is this is interesting, but then I want to leave. So, right. Okay, I've got some bad news. Uh, I, I've got some, I've got some really bad news. And, and I, I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how people are going to take it. I, I really don't know. And for those that don't know, I really don't know how that I can break this to you without without demoralizing you really i mean that's that's kind of what it would be i think in this case and i mean it's just it, it's it's terrible it, it's just it's absolutely terrible and, and i don't i don't know I, I just i don't know how the the public's going to react to it and and i don't know like i was talking to somebody on the phone earlier today about it and i said are you sitting down and they said yeah and i said i i've got something really serious i need to tell you and and i don't know how you're going to react to it and they said okay well I, i'm as ready as i'm going to be so just just give it to me and i said keeping up with the kardashians is going to have their final season this year it's going to be season 20 and then they're going to cancel it right after the first of the year it's, it's just they're not going to be able to do it anymore bruce what are people going to do what are we going to do without this uh this staple of american culture that's just not going to be there how many seasons did you say there were 20 I, that alone is baffling to me. I, I, I did not realize they were. Um, I, knew, I knew they were been around for that long, but geez, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I, I don't really keep up with the Kardashians. 2007. That's crazy. It is insane. And I'll tell you something that right there. That just shows the degeneracy of American culture is shows like that that are popular. These people are paid and famous for nothing, for nothing, for God's sake. And, and you got to sit there and you got to look at it like these are not even real people. These are plastic people. They've got more plastic on them than anything else. They're, I mean, they, Cher's got nothing on these women. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm glad they're canceling. It's about damn time. But didn't you tell me it was over like money or something? Yeah, they were they were asking for, what was it, 40 million per episode? 40 million an episode. And what? OK, so uh, yeah. 500 billion dollars isn't enough for you people. <laughs> I mean, you know. 
Uh, I guess fame and fortune isn't enough for some. They need uh, they need more fame and fortune. It's kind of a vicious cycle. Well, the youngest one, I was reading that um, she like she had like some makeup line or something, and she sold it for uh, I forget how many hundreds of millions of dollars. It was ridiculous, ridiculous. So it's like what 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 do you need all that money for? Like, what are you going to do with it? I mean, can like what happened to the time where people could just live comfortably and and not live beyond like their means? You know what I'm talking about? Like whatever happened to those days? That's been I don't need that's a whole been lot. Dead for a long time. Yeah, but like I don't need it. Well, like, okay, everything's turned into like this materialistic society stuff. You know, I, I get it, but well, no, I really don't get it. But I mean, that's beside the point. But I don't need stuff like that. Like I, I'm beyond the materialism, right? I'm beyond the materialism. I, I'm to the point myself where I don't need that stuff to be happy. I don't need that stuff to be fulfilled. And I, I think that that's it goes along with that, doesn't it? I mean, do, do you think because people go out like the, these Kardashian types, they go out and they do all this stuff and they have all this money and they have all these clothes and all these exclusive lines and houses and cars and all that stuff. But they're looking for something. They're looking for something. They're looking for something to fulfill them and they don't have it. They don't have it. So they do those things. They buy those things to try and give them a sense of satisfaction. It gives them a sense of fulfillment, a sense of purpose, because they don't have it any other way. That, that's how I see it. Maybe uh, at the same time, they could just be, you know, uh, opportunists and they see an opportunity and they're they're jumping on it. Yeah, well, I, uh, I I wouldn't. I mean, honestly, first of all, I wouldn't want my life broadcast on on TV. I mean, that's just yeah, that, that's just terrible. But I mean, I get difference of opinion, I suppose. But I'm actually I'm, I'm not heartbroken. And I hope that there are not any of our listeners out there that are heartbroken. Either this show is going to be on, which uh, this show is not going to be on any longer. So those that do want to see it, I do apologize to you. I, I do apologize to you because it's going to be going away. I, I can't say I'm I'm sorry about it. I, I, I thought really I thought for sure. I, I thought for sure, Bruce, you were going to be the one that was going to tell me that you were going to lose sleep over it and you were, you didn't know what you were going to do. I mean, of all the things, where are you going to go to be informed now? How are you going to stay informed if the Kardashians aren't there telling you how to stay informed? Are they even informed themselves? <laughs> no, no, they're not. If you watch it, it like, I, OK, I remember I remember this show back in its first couple of years. And everybody was getting into it. Like everybody, it was like the thing that was to watch. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'll bite. I'll bite. This is before anybody even really knew who they were. Right. And Mm -hmm. everybody knew who like, what's his name? Everybody knew who Bruce Jenner was and the Olympic gold Mm -hmm. medalist. And then everybody knew the other one, uh, the, the dad, I I can't think of who or what his name was, his, the act, like the dad, the Kardashian dad, he was an OJ Simpson lawyer, right? Yes. So. People knew who that was. That's, I think, where they got their money initially. Like, they got their money for, for, from that. And then, uh, of course, uh, Jenner. And then he married into it. And then she, yeah, and then they all decided to do this reality thing. And I remember watching it and I thought, these are the most airhead people I've ever seen. I mean, they are dumber than a bag of hammers. They, they don't know anything. Nothing. I mean, they know about like pop culture stuff, but that's not being informed. That's not knowing how things work. Everything in the entertainment industry is backroom deals, swindling and all that stuff. And I'm not saying that there's not like charitable people in there and stuff like that. I get it. But let's just say the entertainment industry has uh, many different avenues you can explore. And so like they just they, they don't know anything, but they they have that massive following. Right. This is kind of what we talked about last night, where you have the people that go out and win those reality shows that Bill was bringing up, the people that go out and, and win those reality shows. And then after they do that, they get in the public light 
and they start telling people how to think, that's kind of what the Kardashians do. And I, I don't like it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. So so basically you're saying people should think freely and think, you know, for themselves. I know it's old fashioned. I, mean, I, I know it's I know it's old fashioned. That's racist, man. That's, that's uh, it's, it's, off. it's privilege. It's privilege. No, it's privilege yeah. is what it, it's. Well, OK, privilege is racism, right? Yes. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Right, just, uh, in just today's so world. Yeah. Yeah. Just so we're yeah. Clear. speaking of privilege and speaking of racism. I can't believe that they actually did this. Donald Trump has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. The person that nominated him, uh, I'm not even going to pr- attempt to pronounce his name, but uh, the nomination was submitted by Christian Tybring. I don't know <laughs> that last name. He's a member of the Norwegian parliament, and he cited the Israel and UAE peace deal. Okay, mm-hmm. which is great, right? That's, that's great. Big deal. Somebody's Yeah, it's, a, it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, no other president's ever done that. So uh, or any any other leader, as far as I know. So uh, that's a pretty good feather in his cap. Uh, And the person that nominated him said that um, he has lauded Trump for his efforts toward resolving protracted conflicts worldwide. This is his quote for his merits. I think he's done more trying to create peace between nations than most other Peace Prize nominees. Which is true. A four-term, uh, let me see this, uh, Tybring, uh, Christian Tybring, a four-term member of parliament who also serves as chairman for the Norwegian delegate to the NATO Parliamentary Assembly. Uh, he said in his nomination letter to the Nobel Committee, Trump, the Trump administration has played a key role in the establishment of relations between Israel and the UAE. As it is expected, other Middle Eastern countries will follow in the footsteps of the UAE. The Saudis have now te- have, have now followed suit, haven't they? Which is huge. That that is big. And you know something? You get the UAE, you get the Saudis, you get the Kingdom of Saud in there. The rest of them will fall in line. The, the rest of them will fall in line. Yes, you'll have a couple of them that'll that might stay out of that. But, you know, they they don't get along with them anyway. Iran, for example. This agreement could be a game changer that will turn the Middle East into a region of cooperation and prosperity. Imagine that. You imagine that. He also cited in the letter the key role in facilitating contact between conflicting parties and creating new dynamics in other protracted conflicts, such as the Kashmir border dispute between India and Pakistan. That's a long standing dispute. Uh, And now Mm -hmm. you got the Chinese mixed up in there as well. And the conflict between North and South Korea. Yeah, he was doing that a few years ago, as well as it as well as dealing with the nuclear capabilities of North Korea. Uh, He praised Trump for withdrawing a large number of troops from the Middle East. See, that's what Trump's doing. You notice none of the stuff is continuing under Trump. Have have you noticed that? None of the stuff's good. None of the stuff's continuing. We're not getting into conflicts. We're not getting into other wars. And what did they say before Trump was elected? Oh, he's going to get us into another war. We're going into Iran. We're doing this. And this is going to happen. He's going to bomb all these countries. And he didn't do it. Why? Because that's what they would have done. That's what the other side would have done. That's what Clinton would have done. That's what they've been doing. That's what Bush did. That's what Obama did. It's what Clinton did. It's what Bush before him did, which... The Clinton action that was taken back, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But indeed, Trump has broken a 39-year-old streak of American presidents either starting a war or bringing the United States into an international armed conflict. The last president to avoid doing so was Peace Prize laureate Jimmy Carter. Here's the interesting part about this. This guy, and you were reading up on this guy, Bruce. This guy's not a Trump supporter, is he? That, that should be noted. No. Here. He's not yeah. a Trump supporter. Think about that. Think about that. He nominated Trump for a Nobel Peace Prize, and he's not a Trump supporter. He even says it himself. He says, I'm not a Trump supporter. He's like, but we have to look at the facts. We have to look at what he's done. Um, we, we, so, I mean, I, I love that. He says, um, uh, 
I'm not a big Trump supporter. The the committee should look at the facts and judge him on the facts, not on the way he behaves sometimes. The people who have received the Peace Prize in recent years have done much less than Donald Trump. For example, Barack Obama did nothing. And I, I think that's I love that because it's true. Isn't that great? I that's mean, it's true. It's the facts. We, we talked about it. Well, technically, we didn't. The right started talking about that. And we're like, why is he winning this prize? And the, it, he's done nothing. He wasn't. I don't even think he had been in office long enough or. I don't remember the time frame. It was like right after you became president or they have to, um, no, they have to just, before. they have to honor you like, or they have to nominate you a year or two prior. I think, I think. And that's so if was. that's, yes. if that's the case, then what he was nominated when he was a Senator and he did nothing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what it was. He was nominated and he, he received it shortly after taking office, which means. So so what did they do? What did they yeah. give him? Like, uh, did they nominate him because he was uh, community organizing in Chicago? Like, what, what would you what would you nominate him for? What? OK, here's a guy whose last known job, uh, Obama, I'm talking about. Here's a guy who's a sitting U.S. senator whose last known job was a staple gun on telephone poles in Chicago. OK, and so what? They, they give him a Nobel Peace Prize for what? For what? No, seriously, I'm not I'm not being condescending here, but. For what purpose would you get that? And, and to be fair, that just discredits the, the Nobel Peace Prize, in my opinion. And and to, to be fair, who else did they give it to? Who else did they nominate to give it to? They didn't even give it to a person a few years ago. They gave it to the European Union, for God's sake. For what? What have they done? Uh, it's just, uh, OK, well, anyway. The Nobel Peace Prize used to be an award that was given to the most accomplished people. I mean, they actually did something that would better humanity. And by this time, this kind of a peace deal between the Israelis and the UAE and the Saudis, that means that they're looking to the future. And also, there was a peace deal, which you mentioned that the media is not even talking about. There was a peace deal that was uh, that was just brokered by Trump. And that was between the Bosnians and the Serbs. Is that right? Uh, let me double check that. Which that was the conflict that Clinton bombed the Serbs back during that time, because there was a conflict there between those uh, between those two those two countries. Uh, da, da, da. Was it Bosnia? Let's see. Trump negotiates Serbia Kosovo. Kosovo. That's what Kosovo. It was. Serbia Kosovo. Serbia Kosovo. Yes. Um, I, w- I wish I had the the quote of the uh, the press conference after that. That was that was great. I like he. Um, one of the, the, the president's um, cabinet members was uh, hounding on the media for not uh, paying attention to this and uh, trying to do their their typical rhetoric. And he's like, you guys do not understand the significance of this, that this is a huge deal uh, in this part of the world to, to have a peace treaty between these two. Uh, but nah, media didn't care. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care. See, they're, they're doing everything they can to try and take the focus off, which we're going to talk a little bit about them removing the focus because the new book's out today, right? New book's out. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, don't pay any attention to any, any of the stuff. And I think I think we're going to do a little bit of a, um, can, we, can we call it a COVID refresher? Yeah. Can, can we call it a COVID refresher? A little bit yeah, of, sure. a little bit of hypocrisy from the good governor up there in New York. Right. Because you, you couldn't make up the stuff we're going to talk about today. You couldn't make it up. The the hypocrisy, the redirection. It's insane. It's insane. So be sure to check us out later on today. All right. What else you got this morning? What, what do you have on? Uh, you, you got something else this morning? Sure. Uh, I mean, I know I mean, which, it's going to be hard direction? to talk. It's going to be hard to top, Bruce. It, it's going to be hard to top the Kardashians. It's going to be hard to top that. So, I mean, I. I'm I'm counting oh, on you here. Okay. Well, then let let's let's look at the Academy Awards, shall we? Yeah. Okay. You're winning right, your Oscar. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So they've made it um, a little bit more just, socially just and fair. Really? Right? Equitable. Really? Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, we, mm-hmm. we like fairness so, in entertainment. Yeah. We like fairness in entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a new diversity standard. Um, oh. You have to, to be eligible for winning an Oscar for Best Picture. You uh-huh. have to have... Uh, this is this is starting in 2024, by the way. Okay. You, you have to have two of four standards. Uh, you have to meet two of four standards. Okay. So just to give you, uh, I'll give you the little headlining and and uh, the summary of each one. Right. The standard A. Okay. Is on screen representation, themes, and narratives. Uh, more or less, this is about either your cast, the story, or the main. Uh, the main characters have to be about or be minority groups. And this, this includes race and uh, sexual orientation. So, uh-huh. uh, that, yeah. Standard B is creative leadership and project team. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming this has to do with all of the background people, like your makeup artists, your costume design, the lighting, sound, all that stuff. A large portion of that they don't give a specific number but they all have to be a part of um not all but they have there has to be a percentage probably 30 percent because that's what it was for the last one uh-huh so look, just so i understand I, we're, we're yes. basing we're basing movies and entertainment now on identity politics rather than talent yeah 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 basically all of these standards basically for every part of this is about Either you're you're you have a vagina, you're uh-huh. LGBTQ uh-huh. plus whatever, uh-huh. or you're melanin. Okay, that's, that's all it's based on. So it has, it basically, has nothing to do with your narrative, your uh, your your merit. Uh, okay, all right. So ba- basically, if basically you're saying that I I wouldn't have a chance. Is that what you're saying? Yes, yes. I mean, if if you if you start in the movie, then the movie that you start in, unless it's about minority groups. And you have a strong second character that is of the minority groups here, then your film is not eligible at all. Okay. Well, look, we we knew that the film industry, the entertainment industry, right? I mean, we we know that that's on the way down anyway, right? We we know that that's on the sure. way down. If you look at the actual numbers and the quality of films and TV shows that have been put out, I can't watch anything that's I think less than 20 years old. I can't because it's just terrible. It's just terrible. And honestly, I don't know how people. Well, OK, give me an example. Give, give me an example of something uh, that's eh. uh, Star Trek. Yeah, okay, Enterprise, that's, that's, for example, that's 20 years old. Enterprise right, yeah, that's, that's almost 20 yeah. years. That's almost mm-hmm. 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Almost. Yeah. So it's 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 under 20. Okay, it's under twenty. Um, all right, I'll let that one slide. I'll no. let that one slide. Mm-hmm. But I guess I can't paint it all with the, with the same brush. So uh, l- let me just put it this way: a goodly percentage of things that are out there, you can't watch it. You can't watch it because anybody that can see through this stuff, exactly what you're talking about right there, that agenda, that's been going on for a long time. That that's been going on for a long yeah. time. It's just that they haven't been outright with it. They haven't said it. It's been one of those behind the scenes things and the writers and the producers and all that stuff. Because you can see it coming out in entertainment. It's been out there for a while. They're doing the same thing in corporations and businesses. You have to have people that are diverse and all this stuff and not based on merit. They want to destroy. I'm not talking about changing things around a little bit here. They want to destroy the merit based system. Why? 
because it's centered around capitalism. They want to end capitalism, end it in all forms, in all forms. Capitalism is about more than just money and making profit. It's also about merit and doing your best so you can compete in a system against someone else with an opposing idea or or a similar idea and you outcompete that person to get that job. They want to end competition. They want to end it completely. So that's How the larger you. agenda here. How dare you and your white supremacy? Your 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 white fragility <laughs> is showing. This is completely you know, garbage. I'm, oh. it, it is garbage. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a midwestern term here and say to be fair. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. My my example with Star Trek is actually if if you believe in there's only two genders and uh-huh. you know uh, then my 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 example is null and void because back actually it may not be actually because. Um, hmm, take that back. That's ah, that's tough. To, anyway, nonetheless, they they talked about having more than just two genders, and and at least one episode that mm-hmm. I remember, the um, next generation. So uh-huh. it's it's kind of yes. the next generation was between yes. the late eighties and you know I remember. Up to yeah, I, I know which episode you're I talking think, about. Or, yeah. yeah, I know which episode you're talking about. It's where they had all the like the yeah. um, they were all like white skinned and everything. Yeah, that one. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And they yeah, had the one that was neither or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they played with that idea, but it wasn't done. And well, that's kind of it was done in a sense of, well, we should be accepting of that non gender as well. So, you know, it, it's been it's been in, in, in the media for a while. Crazy. Everything is about. Everything's about redirection, man. It's all about confusing people. That's that's what it is. It's confusion. It's to disrupt the normal, harmonious fabric of society and to end merit, to end competition. That's what it's about. And then they dictate what that future is going to be going forward based on their messed up psychology. That's what it is. It's insane. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. If this kind of talk happened when I was a kid, these people would be in a loony bit. They would be. I mean... in case in point, the deer. Do you remember the deer? Yeah, the one that identified as a deer. Uh, I'm sorry. If you prance around in the back, if you're a human being and you prance around in your backyard and you eat grass, you belong in a mental institution. You belong in a mental institution. You do. That, that's all there is to it. I, I I can't handle it some days, man. I just cannot handle it. All right. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. I I need another cup of coffee. All right. We are out of time this morning. We're going to have to jump out of here. But anyway, thank you for sitting down this morning, Bruce. Thank you to all the listeners. And for all these topics and more, please check us out later on this afternoon. And I hope everyone has a great morning.